This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Aaron Judge is the American League single-season home run leader. BAL King. Case closed. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth with you. Doesn't quite feel like spring is in the air yet, but I'm sure it will next week when we're in Arizona. Uh, But it is a good time to talk about some baseball win totals because pitchers and catchers, they're going to start packing their bags. Um, Those participating in the World Baseball Classic this March will report on February 13th. And the reporting dates for those not participating in that tournament um, will report February 15th to 17th. And then position players will report on February 16th. So it's all coming up really quickly right after the Super Bowl. It's like we're diving in to Major League Baseball. I know Jake is excited. He's got like 100 baseball bets already. But first, Joe, where do you want to take us when we look at these MLB win totals? Yeah, there's a lot of different ways to go. Uh, one thing that stood out is the the num- how high the numbers are on some National League teams and how many uh, true contenders there are in the National League. Um, let's let, let's start with luck factor, meaning when you take a look at uh, the, the runs scored, runs allowed for every team in baseball, you have the, the Pythag, which is based on runs scored and runs allowed, what the record should be. But then you also have what the record actually was. Um, there were a few teams that were very lucky, but the biggest gap that we see is at the bottom, the teams that were unlucky. Now, teams that are unlucky, typically, uh, you would say, is there a case to be made for the over in the following season? And the uh, the team that was most unlucky, let's put it that way, was the Texas Rangers. Based on runs scored Ooh. and runs allowed, they were supposed to go 77 and 85, but they actually went 68 and 94. So their luck ranking was minus nine. They had nine fewer wins than they should have. And, and they were a team that was quite active uh, in the offseason. We all know that. DeGrom. So, yeah. Yeah, of course. I mean, you make an addition like that, it, but, but you add a name like DeGrom, and a lot of times people will, will take a look and say, ah, you know, that's an overreaction. Well, while they should have had a better record than they did, their win total is 82 and a half now. 82 and mm. a half. I mean, Jake, doesn't that is that too high for you? I mean, a team that should uh, bounce back a little bit if things do level off. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all the hype of all the pitching. It's like Degrom hype. It's you know, it, to an extent, Evaldi hype. Like it's because their rotation is better now. But do you are you buying that they're going to be an above 500 team? Ooh, so. Something to consider with like when we're looking at all the win totals for me, 
it's yeah. the change in the schedule this year, like less division games, like not everyone. So like the AL West, like the Rangers and the Astros and the Angels and the Mariners aren't all going to be beating up on each other. And they, conversely, yeah. they can't beat up on Oakland as much. Every team is playing every team this year. So it's about 19 less division yep. games for each team, I believe. That's a lot. So it some things like that, depending on who you're going to play. So like if you're the Rangers and you're playing the NL East more as opposed to like, like if you're playing the Braves five more times instead of the A's, like that's going to affect your win total. So that's something to consider. So like the Rangers, somebody's going to have to be in fourth place in this division though. Like it's going to be a, a good division. I think with the Astros and the Mariners, the top two easily, but I mean, between the angels and the Rangers, somebody's got to come in fourth in that division. It's probably most likely the Rangers because can DeGrom stay healthy? Can Evaldi stay healthy? Is Semyon going to wow. bounce back? Like it, there's a lot of questions with the Rangers and they still need a left fielder. No, like basically I'm playing left field for the Rangers right now. They're still looking for somebody. And so See, I, for me, it'd be an under right now. I actually looked at it differently. Adding DeGrom, hopefully he does stay healthy. We know that team has a lot of money. If something happens to the Astros and they fall off and have some World Series hangover, which I hope they do, I like eight to one for the Rangers to win the division. Ooh, <laughs> it's a big price. So similar to yeah. that thought, like my, I was thinking the same thing, Aaron, like if something happens to the Astros, like let's say Framber Valdez hits the IL for three weeks or something, or Bregman or El Tuve go down. My thought was they're that fine. they're still they're so fine. Fun. But my thought is the Mariners are the one that's mispriced in that division. Like the Mariners are three to one on MGM right now to win that division. Mm -hmm. That in my opinion should be way closer to the Astros. I get it. the Astros are a juggernaut and I like their win total over. It's at 97 and a half. I think it should be 99 and a half, but I still think like if something, if they slip, something goes wrong, the Mariners should be way closer. But I mean, I get what your point on the Rangers. If everything clicks, they're a really talented team and, and it could go. I think really just well. growing up in Seattle, the Mariners just on a personal betting <laughs> with my heart have broken my heart so many times sure. that I was like, nope, out on Mariners. We're going Rangers eight to one better value. And so that's what, where my head was going. But yeah, that's also because I'm slightly, um, you know, jaded by the team. <laughs> The Rangers is just it's so high ceiling, but so low floor, too. Like, they could crater. Because DeGrom's pitched 100 innings in the last two years. But how do you feel about so going 88 and a half? Like basically, to hit your bet, you got to mm -hmm. go 90 wins. They could do it. They could do it easily. For the Mariners, but you're talking uh, about, right? Yes, I'm talking the Mariners, yeah. It's, it's I just think the Mariners, like, I think they're better than last year. Like, Teoscar Hernandez is a really good player. They got rid of Winker, who apparently was, like, a clubhouse downer. Everybody hated him there. And they got really? better with the – oh, yeah. Like, if you, if you like, look into some of, the, like, the Mariners – he was awful. Like, everybody hated him. He wasn't as bought in, thought he was better than everyone else. And they said, all right, we got to get this guy out of here. So they traded him to Milwaukee, and they got Colton Wong back in return – Cole Wong's a gold glove second baseman. That's great for their def for their pitching because between Gilbert and Castillo and Kirby, those are all guys that are ground ball pitchers who rely on defense. Put Colton Wong up there with J.P. Crawford. Not, not many ground balls are getting through there. Okay. Uh, two of the three unluckiest teams were awesome last year. So it's kind of scary to think about what this year is going to look like. New York Yankees, 99 wins. Their luck factor was negative seven. <laughs> what? They were negative seven. They should have had 106 wins. I mean, that's what the, the numbers tell us based on the runs. Now, what Judge did is not repeatable. 
I mean, that's mm, just correct. fact. It, and it tells you what judge not, did. Like that's a testament really to what judge did for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, bringing everybody back. They they extended Rizzo, so he's he's back. They they bring in Rodon. They got better, right? I mean, overall. So, do we have to take a look at the over? The number is ninety-five and a half. They were unlucky in a ninety-nine win season. How does this team go under ninety-five and a half? One injury to the rotation. Rodon made thirty-plus starts Cole. for the first time in his career last year. And yeah. I mean, Garrett Cole, we know what he is. He's a roller coaster. I mean, if he has an extended yep. streak where he's bad. And what are the chances Nestor Cortez is a Cy Young candidate in August or July again? I think he there's some regression there. The thing with the Yankees is, like, if Judge goes down, like, Judge was healthy all year last year. We haven't seen that from him ever. Like, that was the first time he was fully healthy ever in his career, that he didn't have an IL stint for an extended period of time, that he didn't miss a bunch of games, like, a week or two straight. True. First time ever for Judge. And now he's going to be on the, almost on the wrong side of 30. Like, if he goes down... Who's hitting in that lineup? Josh Donaldson? You're going to count on him? Anthony Rizzo is good, but, I mean, are you really going to go, okay, Judge is out for two weeks. We're fine, though. They don't even know who's going to play shortstop right now. They don't even know who's playing second base. I I, I agree I with think, you, Joe. I, I think that there's yeah. a good chance they go over still, but, I mean, one injury to Judge, and they are screwed. We also tend to, with, with the flattening of the schedule, and I think it's a good point that you bring up, we tend to bring up the teams that it's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. It's going to help the American League East teams too. Because mm-hmm. now they don't have all of those games against the Blue Jays. I mean, we just know top to, the Rays. We know top to bottom how tough that is. So if you're going to play a little bit uh, elsewhere, I think that's going to help them. It's going to help the Dodgers too. Believe it or not, another one of the unlucky teams. They were negative five. So they should have won 116 games last year. They only won 111. They only won 111. I know. I mean, so 96 and a half. They're going to destroy that, aren't they? Yeah. I don't know. I think over. I don't know. I have concerns about the Dodgers. They're going to be relying on two prospects at second base and in left field. Gavin Lux is going to be playing shortstop instead of Trey Turner. That rotate like... The Dodgers have been great with pitchers, with reclamation projects. So if anybody's going to make Noah Syndergaard good again, it'll be the Dodgers. But, I mean, there's some, like, with as good as the Padres are, and I know they're not going to play them as much this year, mm-hmm. but the Dodgers have right. question marks that I'm, like, I'm still, like, this could be, I can look like an idiot by end of April and just be like, yep, they're just going to cruise because Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts and Clayton Kershaw are still the same guys that they have been. But there are questions that I concerns that I have about the Dodgers that could easily be put to bed. But I'm not going to I'm not going to say smash this win total over. They're, they could definitely fall in the you know closer to 90 than 100, which I mean is still really good. They have uh, they've beaten 96 and a half five of the last six full seasons. 111, 106, 106, 92, and 104. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, what we're seeing is... And we talked time. about the schedule uh, changes. One of the teams that are hurt the most, I have it up right now, one of the teams that are hurt the most are the Dodgers. They're the team hurt the most mm-hmm. in their own division. Uh, the NL right. East is hurt the most by far. But, I mean, the Dodgers are hurt a, a decent amount by the new schedule. Not the Centrals, because mm-hmm. that, that would have been my first thought. The, the teams in the Centrals... Uh, you don't have the Pirates 19 times. You don't have the Reds 19 times. Uh, same so thing NL Central's up there, too. 
Uh, AL Central is mostly the same uh, because they were going to play uh, generally easy, easiest schedule anyway. But yeah, I mean, almost everyone in the NL is a net negative uh, outside of, funnily enough, Arizona and Colorado are one of the a couple of the only NL teams that are actually affected positively by the new schedule. Jake, mm-hmm. rifle through some of uh, your best bet. See, so you texted me earlier that you have fourteen. <laughs> I said rough. I said roughly. Roughly. I mean, hey, if it's five, that's plenty. What, what yeah, you, so uh, one of the win totals uh, that I love, actually, there, there's two that I think are just, one I think is just completely wrong, and one is a team that I'm bra- banking on a breakout for them, and I just mentioned them. Uh, the Diamondbacks, I love their win total over. It's 76 and a half. I, they're a team actually in the NL that's benefited by the schedule change, and I mean, obviously, it's because they don't have to p- play the Dodgers and the Padres as much, teams that they just mm-hmm. got killed by. But they got way better, and they got a lot of good prospects. They have the NL Rookie of the Year favorite right now in Corbin Carroll. I think he's going to be a stud. I think he's going to be an all-star this year. Dude can run, and he can hit for power, and he hits for contact. Just an awesome player overall, and he crushed it in his small cup of coffee that he had last season at the end of the year as well. They traded Dalton Varsho to the Blue Jays and got Lourdes Gurriel and Gabriel Montero back. Two really good players. Uh, Gurriel is like a 300 career hitter, basically, and Montero's the top catching prospect in all of baseball. That lengthens their lineup a lot, but I love their rotation more than anything. Uh, I mean, Zach Gallen is an NL Cy Young candidate. Madison Bumgarner is what he is at this point, but Merrill Kelly's an underrated starter. But they have three starters that are going to come up, and Dre Jameson, Ryan Nelson, and Brandon Fat. Those guys are unbelievable. They have crushed every single step of the way in the minors. They should all be in the rotation at some point this year. I don't think Zach Davies is keeping those guys out of the rotation. Whenever Madison Bumgarner has his yearly weird freak accident that keeps him out a month, one of those guys will come up. I think the Diamondbacks should have a, a shot at being 83 ish win team 82 win team slightly above 500 but they should get over that 76 and a half pretty easily i think that's just completely wrong and then i just don't know why by the way 75 and a half at bet mgm easy yeah 100 percent. good good numbers out there okay and then the other one i think is just wrong the blue not the blues the orioles won 83 games last year their win total 77 and a half like, Ooh, I, yeah. I, I don't understand that because you get a full year of Adley Rushman this year. You get a full year of Gunnar Henderson, who's the AL rookie of their favorite. They brought in Kyle Gibson and Cole Irvin for the rotation, which those guys aren't aces, but they're better than what the Orioles had last year. And in that park, yeah. those guys are going to benefit from the, those walls that got pushed back. I mean, the Orioles, how many times did we talk about playing their unders last year? Kyle Gibson and Cole Irvin are guys that will benefit from that. They get John Means back early in the year, and he's a guy that I love. <laughs> yeah, that's my that's my guy. But also, they get they have two awesome pitching prospects in D.L. Hall and Grayson Rodriguez. Rodriguez was the number two prospect in baseball, and then he had shoulder surgery with Stunk, but he's going to be back. He'll probably break camp with the team. He'll probably be their number two by season's end, if not their number one. So I really like the Orioles. I think they're going to be you know in that 85-win territory again. I think 77.5 is way too low. Well, and, and hmm, that's interesting because they were considered one of the luckier teams in baseball, and you're like, hey, they're, they're factoring that much, too much into it. Playing in that East, this flat mm-hmm. schedule should help them, right? It's yep. not the Yankees, 100%. Dodgers, Rays all the time. So that's right. an interesting one. Okay. Really quick, I like Angels under 80 and a half at BetMGM. I, I mean, 
They had 73 wins last week or last season. What did they do to get better? And Artie Marino just said he's going to stay as the owner. So yeah, no, thank you. Hard pass for me. <laughs> Up next, our guy, Jimmy Patsos and his dog, Frankie, make their debut yes. on the show together. I cannot wait to talk college hoops and NBA with Jimmy next.